Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. We're live from CF Summit 2022. Woo! Yeah, we're a little loud here, but uh, the keynote just finished on day two. Uh, they had the, the guy from The Simpsons come in and give a motivational talk, and uh, yesterday was a, a great day, guys, right? What do you guys Fantastic. think? Yeah, it was great to be back in Vegas. Obviously, this is the first CF Summit since uh, COVID happened, so we're finally seeing people we haven't seen in a few years, getting to see the Confusion team, so it's great to be back with everybody. Yep, and then uh, the cool thing is, is all four of us presented but yesterday, so uh, we're all done. Today is a fun day. We get to, you know, go check out all the sessions, meet with a lot of people, and uh, well, we've been doing a lot of stuff at the booth already, right? Yeah. Well, yesterday was fun too, Gavin. I had fun presenting, didn't you? Yeah, I had fun. After, after... You're such a liar. You were so nervous, I was Daniel. Oh, come I on, it. let's be truthful. Oh man, it's like mic drop. Boom. <laughs> it, yeah, it is nice to get your presentation out of the way. It is. And the next day, you're just like, I can have conversations with people. I don't. I feel... can go criticize all the other presentations. <laughs> oh wait, we don't do that here. No. Yeah. Oh, we wouldn't sit in the back <laughs> and heckle anyone, would we? Ever. Yeah, but uh, that one time. Yeah, but Daniel was good. He was like the first station of the day after the keynote. He was in the big room and he filled up the room. And yep. uh, yes, I did. And thanks for pointing that out, Gavin. Uh, I wasn't saying friend. that, no, but uh, everybody was a uh, everybody had laughing, fun. But, but yeah, it was, a, it was a great session. We had a, a lot of people in there and they're asking a lot of questions. And they're excited about you know all the API tools that you talked about. And and someone even said, came up to the booth later and said that he did such a great job that he deserves a race. Really? True really? story. I want to meet that guy. Yeah. <laughs> True story. I was the person at the booth, and they said Daniel just did a great job representing Nordis. Right. Get that guy a raise. Done. Yeah. Is like, Pay you in stickers. Done. Become a Patreon supporter. <laughs> Enterprise level. And actually, I was here yesterday at the booth. And Daniel was working the booth, and he got someone to sign up for Patreon on the spot. Really? He got his phone Dang. out. He, he helped him find the website and sign him up. So we got more Patreon supporters. We did. John, you're awesome. Thank you for signing up. We appreciate it, buddy. Yep. So oh, was... I met John. He's from Egypt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very guy. nice guy. Very yep. nice guy. So we had a uh, we had uh, two or three new Patreon supporters this month. So we're up to like forty three Patreon supporters, and I think we're at one hundred percent of the podcast. So. Yeah. Orders don't have to pay the bill, but we're like almost fifty percent of all the Forge Box S3 bills. Because so, uh, I have a question: Is this mic live? No, no, it's not. It's so looks. we can hackle people coming in and we can ask some questions. So speaking we, of people, we could if we want to. Speaking but, of people yeah. named John, John Ferrar just said in the chat that uh, finally this is the first news he's heard from the conference. So yeah. oh, really? well, John, you know there's a thing called Twitter and there's a uh, hashtags. Uh, CF Summit, I've been posting a bunch of stuff, and CF Summit 2022 is what people have been using too. Yeah, hashtag CF Summit. There's a lot of content there. Yeah, but we'll give you a recap. So uh, Adobe did mention some cool stuff. The coolest thing I think is that they're they're really trying to offer lower entries to bar uh, barriers of entry for people, and so they said that there's going to be a free version of Adobe Cold Fusion, limited though. Limited to, hardware and limited traffic. Limited hardware, limited traffic. So basically, if you've got the AWS free tier, you yeah. can run Adobe Cold Fusion on the AWS free tier micro. And as long as it's in the free tier, you're free for Adobe. And if you upgrade to like a small or a bigger one, then basically that's when Adobe's prices kick in, just like AWS. Does that make sense though, right? Yeah. It sounds like they finally figured out that, oh gosh, people are doing this in the cloud now. If yeah. I scale up for Christmas, I want my licensing to scale. And then I want to scale back after Christmas. So 
it's, it's really good that they're they're thinking about that and it's and it's finally going to come to fruition but of course that's what they said we'll see if they deliver that but, is uh, true well, they gotta they gotta walk the walk and talk the talk right it's positive though right yeah yes, it's, it's, very positive. Positive. it's better than saying we're never going to do it yep and then brian sappy brian sappy came up yesterday in the future of cold fusion and talked about how he's been working with magic in north carolina he's got 50 no there's 100 counties in that in the in north carolina and he's got 37 i think he says something like 37 um counties are making progress with teaching teachers and kids like junior high kids cold fusion they had their first few camps he's got a, a big initiative he's working on curriculum but he's basically going to try and like share that so other members of the community can help get it into their community too so it was a really cool story um, I'm, I'm sure that adobe's gonna you know get him on video talking about that more and try and publicize it but he went out just donated his time they're giving raspberry pies to the kids to take home so they had a computer at home they installed cold fusion on there they built apps and everything like two-day boot camp and now they're now they're working on semester and year-long programs and it's it's pretty cool really awesome and that was brian sappy you said brian sappy he did it on his own time you know you know, he's going to put that curriculum out for the people to be able to use he wants to coordinate he's actually created a company that he's going to work with so people can sort of help but donate their time to help the community adobe supported them with some you know t-shirts and all that fun stuff and um and he was like he made a little crack though he's like i wonder if this can re-spark that whole college initiative that adobe had how's <laughs> that, that going <laughs> and so because uh, if you look at the Kotlin site, they've got like 196 university courses from different universities. Okay. And Cold Fusion, we have apparently 10 or so, maybe, but I've never actually got any of the names. No. So. And uh, did you say they're using command box in the Raspberry Pi? I don't know. Probably not. I think if they did it. That's why it's two days instead of one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at command box would be a. Yeah, they want to just figure out how to install Cold Fusion on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good times. But yeah, we're we're having a lot of fun here. Um Adobe did mention some other stuff that we might want to frown upon. Um one thing I thought was really interesting is like, hmm, does anybody use CF spreadsheet? And everybody put up their hands. It's like, you know, we've been thinking about updating that and everybody's like, finally, because it's been it's been eight eight or ten years since they've updated the, exactly. the POI inside of it. It's running version four. I don't know what they're up to now. Six uh, or seven. JDK oh, yeah. one point five. <laughs> Ridiculous, but uh, yeah. So they're they're working on that. Um, come say hi, James. But uh, we're yeah we're we're, we're like yeah spreadsheet. I understand. But when they started talking about updating CF, CF maps, maps, I'm like CF div, uh, CF window, CF form, CF form. That yeah. a lot of UI updates they want to do for graphing, like CF charts and stuff like that. Yeah, and like. Stick your full competency. There. They gotta span the gamut of people that you know. Yeah, I just think it's a waste of time to tell you the truth. I think that they should focus on the actual language instead of you know things that are at the UI level, which is not the core competency. I mean, for that, I can just slap on you know Chart.js and be done in yeah. thirty minutes, and keep it up to date and have a build process. You know, I don't have to figure out what kind of version of whatever library they. Put inside of the engine so and i, I think we it's, didn't it's have the front-end tools back when they introduced some of those those you know tags that made charting easy and stuff but we do have those now and i think i thought the community has sort of ubiquitously rejected most of those yeah. front-end yeah. things as, as a bad idea to embrace i mean the thing is i know they have a cab there's a few people that i know that some prominent speakers and they said as soon as adobe mentioned some of these things they're like no no don't do that just no and they yeah. still announced that they're discussing it so 
You know, I mean, I, I love the fact that Adobe makes hot things easy. That's their selling point. It's true. It's rad. But I think it should be rad on the, I'm going to get data from here. I want to store it here. I want to do stuff. And then I want to hand it off to you guys to display it however you want. I'm hearing is you want us to modernize. Is that what you're saying? Modernize how we do our development? Well, that, but I mean, like, this, by the time they create a JavaScript plugin, like, I'm, you know, because they're talking about doing templates. You're going to be able to do an admin ColdFusion template, plug in some variables. And by the time they release it, there'll be a new JavaScript framework. The one they release is going to be out of date and probably vulnerable. Like, they can't keep up. Oh, man. So that's what I think. Because they're, they're trying to go low-code, no-code. Like, And that's great if you want to tell the government people that's that. But don't tell me as a developer that you're going to give me no-code stuff because I don't want to hear it. I don't want you to work on it, but definitely don't tell me you're spending your resources to buy yeah, it. Low-code or low-code? Low-code, but low-code is probably closer. But low-code and no-code are both things. So I mean, another thing to think about is all of these front-end widgets introduce a, a greater surface area for potential uh, future exploits. You I mean, think about you know, all those JavaScript libraries and things. Uh, I mean, one of the recent security patches from Adobe in this last year, um, I don't know if it was actually exploitable or not, but it was old versions of jQuery hanging around the Coolfish administrator because they had never kept that stuff up to date. And so that's another thing I worry about is you know the front-end libraries that we don't have the option to update ourselves that are baked into the, into the engine, are those going to stay on? current versions and when an exploit comes out how long is it going to take to be able to get a new update or a full fusion you know to update that jQuery version or whatever the, the library is behind the scenes yeah manually catch it yeah but that's a whole nother yeah I'd like them to focus on a core competency like so more server-side data gathering and you know input output of data and then let something else do the view and right I mean in Ordis we do a lot of a lot of integrations especially with Java libraries and I mean I've got a whole backlog of stuff I would love to see Cold Fusion do to to enhance the Java integration, to enhance concurrency, to enhance page context being loaded inside of threads, to be able to enhance extending Java classes on the fly. Stuff that may not be a flashy feature, but I would love to see development be focused more on that. And we can build the larger tools as a community, you know, and decide front end pieces. But I want the language to be, you know, rock solid and have really great JVM integration. So I want them to have that low level stuff that we cannot do done rock solid we can do the javascript on the front but we can't build the low level java bytecode that integrates with like i was saying all the java stuff we can't do that so you need to do it to make it efficient yeah so scott, Stein, scott Steinbeck in the chat has said you know he would like to be able to have a modular architecture to, to cold fusion kind of like lucy has to write his own extensions that he can load in to contribute to the language yeah. that, that would be also be a great thing to have i mean as ordis we've written extensions and things for lucy and, and we sell those yeah, but we've we, been asking for this for since right yeah and we would, we would write extensions yeah. for for adobe cold fusion if we could we would, yeah, yeah, we would yeah. make a redis extension or a cowspace extension but exactly we don't have the ability is something they should be focusing on yeah, yeah like extensibility that's, and, that's and you know what word. and they could even have it where they have approved plugins <laughs> and modules for those government customers that need the adobe exactly like we're, we're all for that but that's how you make your platforms open you know i mean that's how you know command box has been able to grow it the way that it's done or pull box because it's open it, it, it allows the possibility for you know third parties to build modulars architecture around it and extend it right every other language does it yeah. right but this is so and not know, even every other language almost yeah. every other product look at apache or nginx right i mean yeah, yeah. those are all built as a modular architecture and the core code doesn't have to solve every problem because you get the community the ability to come in and solve their own problems I would, I would really like to see that. On the flip side, I see Joshua posted, but otherwise, it's more work for Fixator and consulting. 
<laughs> Which that's true. Shout out to Pete. Pete's over there in the corner. He can't see us, but yeah. And, and John Farrar says open source Adobe Cold Fusion. Well, good luck with that because that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adobe has made that quite clear. Yeah. And I've got a lot of people in the chat. It's really cool to have you join us live. We've got some other people live, live. We've got James Moberg sitting right over here. I will be chatting with him. I keep talking to him, running into him. We got to talk a little bit more lunchtime today. <laughs> but uh it's good to have him here and uh, see some of you as ever supporters it's it's actually really cool because i found a whole bunch of supporters you know that, that listen on spotify and all those other things and they're just numbers on my dashboard so it's kind of cool to have people come up and like oh yeah, yeah. I had breakfast with james this morning. yeah i had breakfast with james i convinced him to publish a lot of porch box modules that he has hey. Hey. He's got a lot of cool stuff no, that James, people need to be using. James has always got these cool little plugins. I know. And, I mean, I like the fact that he has a, you know, he has all these little libraries for like county lookups and country lookups and like I don't know how he does it. He's got a million little utilities. You know, he's right stuff. here. He can hear you. Guys. <laughs> I know. Awkward. Yeah. Just right ask up, him, right James. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. But it, no, but I'm like say because he's always the one telling Ben. Well, you know, I've got five modules for this, you know, and I found something on UDF. Like, why are you recreating it? And so he keeps been in jail which is always fun but uh yeah. well i i convinced him this morning i'm putting on the spot that he's gonna make some uh forge box modules that wasn't a yes that was more of a <laughs> hey, look it's an worst, acknowledgement worst case coding with the kiwi we'll do we'll forge forge boxify beside them forge boxify first boxify yeah i was thinking of the forge boxification uh webinar i did before but yeah because i i gotta yeah see if cast series i'm working on about taking all these modules and making them forge box friendly so yeah that's cool so uh yeah we got a lot of a lot of interesting stuff but there's a few things that uh adobe dropped which almost like shook shook our little world here first of all they they complimented Audis on all the cool stuff that we're doing which is nice and then they said they're going to build their own cli and release their own nbc framework been there done that i was like uh excuse me what <laughs> But uh, I mean, they just reproduce CFconfig, you know. Uh, yeah, they 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 rewrote CFconfig as CF setup. They, yep, they had true. already rewritten Fullbox REST as as the built-in REST. Yeah, so they rewrote our Docker images with. But they did give us props. They're like, you know what, Auto Solutions builds a lot of great stuff. You know, they're doing a lot of amazing things for the community. But not everybody uses their stuff. Not everybody can use their stuff, and so they want to give them more options. So why, why can't people use our stuff? But you know what, guys, that's okay though, right? Innovation breeds competition competition breeds innovation yeah. and they make them up with a really cool idea I'm like yeah let's do that too or we i welcome the cool competition idea, but... i don't welcome the waste of their resources building something that's already been solved over the years many times in the in the community so, says the guy who wrote snake for command <laughs> hey i did that in a day and i didn't that's even true. build the waste for it that was my own time <laughs> retracted it was a mental exercise it's okay it was to prove i could redraw the screen yeah. and then it's okay brad is going to show mark Picada issue for command block so him and scott have been building yeah. and that's coming out in cf 2040. yeah yeah sure yeah. yeah. people yeah. announce their own their own escher library that's just awesome man you got a gooey like it's 1985 it's awesome yeah that's cool they're making it plug get that on a t-shirt gooey like it's 1985 and then have a bunch of basky art of course we can all right we can make sure it happen. we can Talk we'll make it happen team. yep design team we're gonna jonathan El Salvador is like done yeah <laughs> and it'll be awesome the, the thing was that they were just discussing these things yeah, i wonder the, if, these weren't promises yeah but... i wonder if it's how work has already started or is it just something that they are well, considering what i've found is oftentimes yeah. when things are announced as being considered they happen regardless of what anybody says there's yeah. been a lot of features that people are like what don't do that and they're like we did it we're like, okay. <laughs> see a client for example <laughs> see a, see a bib. 
Put uh, push back doesn't yeah, always cancel actually at the time <laughs> made sense, but they didn't hey, update it. I'm a CF client. I use Cofusion. Flash forms. Client. There you go. Flash forms. Yeah, yeah. flash forms with stuff back when I thought Adobe oh, yeah, yeah. Flex was gonna. That if was you start horrible. building something big, then then they would collapse. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. No, but they, they did it's have some cool stuff. Time. Yeah. But I mean, like the, I really like the fact they're they're embracing the licensing for more Docker stuff. More that I agree. Yeah, yes. all that stuff because I know that's been a real pain point for the last few years. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was huge, and they're doing more like centralized logging and centralized stuff so like if you are deploying that way you can pull your logs together or even if you're deploying old school bare middle four or five servers they're looking at centralized logging so they're they're they are thinking about some of those smarter things um, and it sounds encouraging so i'm, I'm, excited I'm curious for what they things. mean by centralized logging i am too I wonder if it'll be a new I mean, job. Luthi, the, I think Luthi already has some features out there to be able to like switch your logs to point to a database. Though I, I know Lucy and Adobe both use Log4j at the end of the day, somewhere under the hood. And I mean, Log4j already has a whole wealth of appenders, you know, to point things somewhere. But I mean, everybody, you know, Fusion Reactor, um, Elasticsearch stuff, everybody's having their own, you know, file beats, you know, log things, shipping logs offsite. There's a lot of solutions for that right now. Yeah, so, get rid of log for I think they might just do something like that. I think no, they nobody might just get do a centralized log, log analyzer as part of their suite. So James isn't talking to us. He's texting us. He said he didn't like how the CFUI tags injected JavaScript above the HTML head. <laughs> You're right. I mean, we have an asset Good bag point. module that we could control where those uh, assets were included because yeah don't shove everything in the head you can't control if they're deferred or not so now yep. your page load is crap lighthouse scores are through the floor oh man tell uh -huh. us what you really think gavin yeah don't go yeah. back uh, question is are they minified you know are, are they going to be using webpack bundles right how are going to be a build process for this yeah. many questions right yeah for sure and that's the thing is like you know what if you guys get the jvm piece of it buckled down bolted down solid i'm all for adding other cool stuff but if you're you're like dropping the bomb on 300 tickets that brad entered last week and you haven't covered them yet you know like like do that first because we can't do that low level stuff you can and only you can well, yeah i mean a lot of the tickets like we were talking last night in the backlog represent roadblocks to me being able to make my libraries to run in full fusion and i i want to see my tickets i mean i'm selfish but i've got a whole yes. bunch of tickets in the backlog and i'm like if i could just get these fixed like we could do a bunch more just on top of you know the language but we gotta i mean get past some of the interface stuff like matthew clemente's done a, a lot of great blogs on integrating with java and stuff but it's like you have to jump through so many hoops sometimes and you can't physically do some of the interface and proxy stuff that you need to to get some libraries to work you just can't and that sucks that we, we're, we're built on top of java and we can't use java like anyway well my takeaway it's very encouraging though some of the things they're saying and we got to remember it's like a huge ship in the water you can't just turn around on a dime it takes a while to you know turn that cruise ship and yeah but you know it's progress right yeah but i, I like the fact they had a one session in the in the keynote room yesterday and they just talked about the future they had some people yeah. asking some questions and then when they had some cool announcements they they already mentioned before about the whole pdf engine they're finally getting a, a, a css3 compatible version so you guys can finally do like PDFs and ColdFusion, CSS perfect, you yep. know, and everything. Adobe's Even though it requires an external server to do that, by the way. 
Isn't oh, it does. Yeah. Is it well, are they talking about their yeah. CF document tag, or they talking about no. their CF HTML to PDF? CF HTML to because PDF. that just uses the you know that common the, the yep. HTML to PDF. Yeah, HTML to PDF library, which yeah. is a native thing written in like C or something, and it's wrapped up in Node, and everybody has you know yeah. little wrappers for From it. From what they were saying though, I think it sounds a lot like Flying Saucer, which I think is what Lucy uses now, and that is a lot better. I know Scott yeah. Sundick in the chat Lucy used Flying Saucer, which is yeah, and he called it Puppeteer, is what he says. We call it Puppeteer, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's the thing they're they're moving to that and that's great i mean there's a lot of things like that that they can do go down to low level make it really efficient you know and that's great um but anyway like i said they are doing good it's a good conference i'm enjoying myself james what do you think so far of the sessions what's your favorite session so far yes oh so nolan's web component one we had a late um issue with chris smith he wasn't able to make it for some personal reasons so nolan did an extra session on uh, web components and so that was really good uh, and then um yeah i did an mvc one and it was kind of cool i thought anyway the room was full and i asked who uses cold box and only two people did and i said who uses a framework right now and then only two more people said it so i'm like everybody else is not using a framework i told them i was like no you are you've got your own framework you've written it you've got your own conventions you just don't know it yet and uh the funny thing was at the end of it i actually saw a whole lot of people going oh i get it now like so we might have a few more cold people using it now but um i know brad had one guy come up and what was it uh they were saying it was the the cleanest most organized presentation he's seen in a long time brad's brad yeah wow i only had to pay the guy 20 bucks to tell me that too no, just do all your presentations here at 2 a.m on the, on the yeah. morning of and... <laughs> When you're most brilliant. <laughs> exactly. When when your brain shuts down, you do some good stuff. That's when the genius comes out in the <laughs> I mean, I think Asia was about two thirty in Pacific time when you were working on that was four thirty in you know, Kansas time. <laughs> Chicago time. Well, whatever. Chicago time. We call that yeah. Chicago time. Chicago time. Yeah. And then John Farrell said this web components was awesome ITV. It is, I think it's really cool. Well, that's because uh, Nolan's awesome. Yeah, Nolan's great. Uh, we love working with him and having him speak. And he's going to be at uh, Into the Box next year. He told us before we left, he said, see you next year. Oh, when is Into the Box next year? Okay. Oh, I think oh, we really? have we have a contract from the hotel. So as long as Louis signs it before they change their mind, we have some dates. <laughs> sure, so, let's bring up the calendar here. So uh, Luis is double, triple checking before we well, give you the We at least date. know the month, right? Well, yeah. we know it's May. We know John it's the May. Drum roll May. In 2020. Right, Wait, drum roll? Is there a drum roll? No, we don't have a drum We'll do an opening. Louis hit the shotgun one instead. Announcement. Edgardo's going to be teaching reggaeton in the next conference and which for 30 minutes. What, what dates? And the dates are May 17, 18, and 19. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And the idea of Wednesday is workshop Wednesday? Is that the plan? Yes, it's a right. workshop Wednesdays, and then we're going to do 18 and 19. And we have some new formats that we're going to be doing, right? Uh, Daniel, maybe you can talk about them. It was your idea. so um, I have a lot of ideas. Yes. <laughs> Which one did you hear? So how many days like, until Into the Box? Stuff. Who, who can calculate how many days we have from right now to the end of the box? Oh. Put it James, James you got to plug in for that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's building it right now. Yeah, how many days till May 17th? Where's your plug-in for that? David Bellinger says, yay for May. Yeah, because no, David's coming. He usually comes in May for, for business. He comes for about a month. Right. So. Yeah. But one of the add-ons we're talking about is maybe having like another open room area where people are trying to get together and look at some stuff and maybe you can grab an orders person and see how to do some things. Maybe that's how to do something in Command Box that you've never done or yeah, yeah. how to do something in Coldbox or one of our other awesome plugins. And 
Uh, it's not a full-on training or workshop or anything like that. It's just yeah. space for people to get together and just figure we'll some put, stuff uh, out. We'll put some whiteboards. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love that yeah. idea. And then yeah. we'll be switching off some of the orchids for yeah, so, as long as they're not doing a presentation. A presentation. That'd be awkward so, yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Right yeah. up there presenting. Oh, what's your question? <laughs> yeah, so kind of like an office hour, just come in there, ask questions and everything. But yeah. they have quite an open space, but yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we could do both. We could have like an oldest hour on one part. We could do an open space the other part. That's so true. that way you can have some other right. people. So, so Daniel, John Farrar wants to know if your ideas include barbecue. Please. And Scott Steinbeck wants to confirm, is it the same hotel as last year, Luis? Yes. 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 Yeah, yes. Same hotel. Same hotel. Same hotel. We've, we've, you know, we're going yeah. bigger and better. It's the 10th yeah. version into the box, so it's going to be amazing. And That's it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The axe throwing bar is going to be open. Ah, uh, the yeah. axe throwing bar. Yeah, yeah, we had old plans for going to the axe throwing bar so we could release some stress. And, uh, yeah, but that was a really nice venue. That was a great hotel. I really like that hotel. Yeah, yeah. it's very nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the food was. The food was the food was amazing. Nervous, everyone. Yes. Just... We we had a special dinner the night before the conference, and they they catered it and stuff. But the conference food was better than the fancy dinner we had catered. That's that's saying something about conference food. And wasn't the speaker? wasn't bad. It no, was it just... wasn't. But the yeah, other yeah. stuff was that good. I was like, you know, it was so fancy they food. poured the dressing on my salad. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Brad had to like put his pinky up when he drank. That's how fancy it was. Yeah. Speaking of Brad, yes. wasn't there a Starbucks nearby? There was a Starbucks right walking then, distance? like a block away. Chipotle so that, I know that's one of your requirements. Any conference. Sushi bar, the oh, distance? yes. Any conference needs to have espresso within walking distance. So, And Adobe did the same thing here, just right down the hall. Good work oh, on really? that. Yep. Did you take sushi bar? Sushi, walking distance. Yes. Yep. Uh, Chipotle, walking distance. You know what? If and the hotel movie theater, food would have been distance. so good, yeah. I might have gone out. But I didn't have Several to. Several bars, but, walking distance. Yeah, but the actual hotel restaurant was awesome. I, I had oh, several yes. meals with Nolan. We just wrote, wrapped up. We saw, uh, we had dessert yeah. one night. Yeah, we had dessert. And it was a full restaurant, too. It wasn't just a bar. You could go in and order burgers and Pizza. Yep, yep. and they did room, room service up after they closed too. So they had the room service delivered late. I was working on my presentation as usual right at midnight, <laughs> and I had some, uh, you know, some lava cakes delivered. Well, the other cool thing too, I kind of appreciate. I mean, I'm weird, but I kind of appreciate the grounds know, and the landscaping. So nice. you like walk around? It's actually beautifully landscaped. Oh yeah, and you could walk around and the, it's, the lake outside. It's one of those mm -hmm. like engineered kind of like I don't know what what you call it, like a salt city space. You've got like you know. Hotel and restaurants and parks. like nice open parks and stuff. Houston seems to be really good at that. Uh, just from my perspective, they build these really nice areas that was a great place to come to and, and have an event like that. So I thought it was a great location to be right. I felt like if I did Tai Chi, I'd want to go out there and do Tai Chi dinner. <laughs> so maybe maybe Can next year. So are you, no are you basically them? volunteering to do no, Tai Chi lessons? Tai no, well, you have, no, a, you have a few us, less than a year to learn. We're asking year. you to bring up how many days we have. days does Daniel have to learn? Let's tai see, Chi. there's November, December, January, February, March, April, May. That's seven times average of 30. What's seven times 30? I don't do math in my head. So <laughs> 210. Yeah. So 200 to 225 days or so. Hey. so All right. Two thirds of a year. That's what you heard. 210 shopping days still under the box. <laughs> oh, but, but. Call for speakers. As, as soon as we November get back from CF November first. November first. I'm opening it before that. <laughs> I'm going to open it as soon as I get back because we want to get the stuff in now. So yeah. we want to we want to announce it by the end of the year. We want to be able to say, look, these speakers are going to be here. These are our workshops. So that way you guys have no excuse, no budget issues, yep, no time, time travels, travel. Plan. 
Yep. Are we going to do any polls or surveys for people to tell us what, what so. workshops they would like? Because to in the get? workshops, like we mm -hmm. had four that were always a big success, and we thought we'd try a couple more. We put on the vote, and the Vue.js one and mine won out over command box and stuff. Yep. And that was it's the Gavin business. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I didn't think it was going to win. I was like, quick and command well, box. You should have like, voted for yourself. I didn't. <laughs> but you Twitter bots, didn't you? True. Yeah. But the thing was, is like they told us that, and that was like the most and over quick. Hey, yeah. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And we I, need, I we need a quick QB too. session. I think QB is one oh. of the James, most James impressive modules that yeah. Eric has built, in my opinion, um, that every developer should try. In, in yeah. reality, well, to be fair, Eric's also one of the most impressive module writers that we have. Why well, he's the module maestro? He's the module maestro. Yeah, shout out to Eric. Yep. And then, but yeah, like, because James, he's working with uh, more traditional apps, not non cold box and traditional. Hey. And traditional, not legacy, traditional. Yeah, but, QB, uh, QB needs a lot of love. But yeah, he's doing QB. He's doing QB for non cold box people. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's been working and showing some, some of that off. And so, James, you want to come speak into the box? You want to be an into the box speaker next year? Come talk about QB? Yeah, it's on the spot. Yeah, yeah, no oh, problem. Okay. He's, he's listening too. Yeah, yeah. James Moberg is over there with his headphones and listening yeah. well, to. Well, James Moberg that's here. My wife is watching. She was so like, at reggaeton. Like She's a Zumba yes, instructor. He said yes. So well, bring bring your <laughs> yeah yeah bring your wife. Edgardo is our reggaeton instructor. Yeah, he uses yeah. a very old you know a Salvadorian technique of using Bix Bapuru <laughs> to actually learn how to actually dance reggaeton oh that's right yes it's so. authentic it's from El Salvador just yes. like him yeah but yeah bring your wife we'll, we'll make it a you know make yeah. it a trip Houston's beautiful and seriously like there's tons we, of stuff she can do while you're busy working yeah and it's or I mean a, having fun with us yeah I mean like John Farrar brought his wife and we hung out at some a uh, couple of the meals or whatever too so we were talking with her and yeah nice. it's good to see that you know it's and I think in May it's a little bitter uh timing so timing wise we should get a lot more um it should be good honestly in regards to the workshops my biggest problem with them is that I kind of want to go to multiple ones and I can't I have to pick one and that's you know, why you know, like ago, speed dating where you like you know the bell rings and you change tables what if we did speed workshops where we ring a bell and you get up you go to the next room it's like now it's test box now it's week two B. <laughs> yeah or remember oh. remember a couple of years ago we had the two the two one-day workshops and so you could pick one workshop one day one workshop the other day or do a two-day workshop that confused the hell out of everybody yeah but some people loved it because they could just come one day early or they come two days early but it's, no, it's confusing. we're getting back up on our swing of things maybe who knows in the future yeah but the other great thing about coming to see if summit obviously hanging out with the guys here uh we get to lock luis in a room and tell him all our ideas sure. and he actually agrees to some of them if he remembers yeah if i remember yeah it's a long way to spain when he yeah. gets here <laughs> but uh we've, we've basically convinced him of a couple of ideas that we've been throwing around for a while so uh starting yeah. november uh daniel's going to be hosting a, a monthly uh office hours office hours, right? office hours. Yeah. yeah so because we always do the long time we do the webinar every basically the last friday of the month every month and so we decided you know what um let's fill up some of the other weeks too that way you guys can block out friday yeah 11 a.m or so yeah 11 a.m uh central time chicago, chicago time. time chicago time chicago so 11 a.m yeah. chicago time block it in your calendar every week because basically no, month? no every week we're going to have something that oh yes box. yes you are so, uh, something because so you're saying office hours every week i want to i'm going to do my coding with the kiwi. i'm going to bring it <laughs> i want to bring it back to the normal time so coding with the kiwi is going to be that time but and, it's patreon well we some of these are for everybody 
Yep, we want to open it up to more people. Well, the office sure. hours will be for everybody. Yep. If you yep. want to be with the Kiwi, that's a Patreon perk. Yep. And then another one of the other weeks, we're going to uh, schedule out a book club. So I've been working on the clean code and the clean architecture books and stuff. And I'm going to get people like Brad and Luis and Daniel and, and other small people in the community. Adam Cameron's agreed to come in and give him his opinion if we let him. Hello, Adam. Um, we let him. <laughs> but, you know, like, let's, let's bring up some of those ideas. Talk about how it affects cold fusion and just like book club, you know? like it's, Eric. Yeah, definitely have that. So but. John Farrar suggested the, the name OHM, O H M, Office Hours Monthly. Office OHM. I was thinking you could take it a different direction, but like you know, facing resistance in your workflow, use more <laughs> ohms. Yeah, nerd I get it. Yeah. stuff out here but the funny thing was today this guy was coming in um <laughs> you don't need to read eric we'll just talk we'll about get it. you the movie yeah <laughs> hey, a lot of the stuff that i'm doing is on Can audible because i i don't know how to read so i just listen to audible but um, that's very brave of you yeah. to admit that that's okay <laughs> to the inter- the inter- uh, that's why my blog post sounds so crap because it's all ai <laughs> <laughs> that's how i do it but grammarly um, <laughs> yeah well that's why i give it to daniel so he can make sure it's grammarly better yep gavin so, loves his ellipses yeah. all over the place tend to be ellipses that's me but um yeah so basically we're going to have a book club one week we're going to have the office hours another week we're going to do coding with the kiwi another week and i'm going to have the webinar and then for those months that have too many or whatever we'll we'll mix it up but that's the plan going forward to friday every friday at that time block it in your calendar no meetings it's not allowed you're coming to order events. <laughs> now that's the way it is of the four the office hours and the webinars are open to everybody right i think yes. it's this this open the book club up as well i think let's, okay let's keep the code of the kiwi um for now just be, i, I want to give stuff to the, the patreon hey i'm i love giving everything to everybody all the time and yeah but these patrons man can't do that yeah patrons they, they give us they're hotter in money every we love our patrons yeah we do and like I said, we more patrons yeah we, we more love patronage more stuff we can do yeah. yeah so i don't know the book club undecided we'll see because we also want to make it where it's a small enough form that people are willing and able to talk so if we have you know 50 people there we're not gonna be able to like discuss it but if we have like 10 15 20 show yeah. up it's more open to conversation people aren't just, I want people to be involved. It's not just me and Luis and Brad and Daniel and Eric all talking at you. We want you guys to talk. That's what Coding with the Kiwi is great because everyone gets involved. You know, the small, intimate, it's like a workshop, you know? Yeah. That's what I like. I like, really like about your idea too is the uh, years ago, like Kevin McCabe used to do like the software craftsmanship. Uh, yeah, I feel like I that's kind of gone away. And that was a really kind of cool idea. It'd be nice to do some of that as well. And, and, and that's my goal with the book club is to be focused on software craftsmanship. Whether you're doing Cold Fusion, JavaScript, or other stuff, all these things, all these things apply, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I love seeing, like, Brad and Luis, they rock out all these design patterns. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's what that actually means, you know? Like, I read the book, The Gang of Four, you know, about yesterday in my session, at CF Summit, no one who knew who Martin Fowler was. Who? I'm like, Martin Fowler. Ah. Wow, Martin Fowler. I mean, that's one of the, the big The granddaddy of software design exactly. patterns. I know, but then again, Luis didn't know who Kent Beck was. Yeah. Beck? Beck? No, Beck. Oh, you don't? No, no, the singer? No. no, not not Beck the singer. No, but he's like Uncle Bob, uh, and everybody talks about Kent Beck's books. He's like the TDD by example. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, he does a lot of stuff. He, uh, TDD's he back... so old school, man. BDD is where it's at, man. Well, TDD, BDD. It's... <laughs> but yeah, but like he was one of the guys back in the late 90s, early 2000s that was all the design patents and everything else. Big in Java. Wait, and what's everything. BDD? Bug-driven development? Yes. Is that BDD? Wow. Bug-driven development. Find a bug, you fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Bug-driven development, yeah. Yeah, I've always been EDD, error-driven development. <laughs> I like Make actually error, DDD. Refresh. DDD has becoming one of my favorite things. You know what DDD is? I do. 
I'm pretty sure Brad will figure it out. D, D, D. He knows me now. D, D, D. I can think of several words to begin with the letter, letter, letter D. D. I don't okay, know what you cannot say on the podcast. Design-driven development? Almost. Almost. Yeah. What's he known for? What's he known for? What's his biggest love? What am I known for? What's one of my aliases? Documentation. Documentation-driven development. Eric in the chat. Oh, there you go. Eric Eric gets a free sticker. And you should get a... Can you give Eric a book, a free book? Yeah, we're going to give Eric a free book. Hey, you know what, Eric? I'm going to send you a modernizer die shirt. Yes. Yes. A few of us are wearing them already. I wore mine yesterday. Yep. No, to show you documentation development is one of my things that I've started to do well, as of late. You need to see what me and it nice. helps you think through what the feature is going to do ahead of time. Yeah. And kind of write it out and see it. And then you're like, okay, this works. Or wait a minute, let me rearrange it. Yeah. You and start pseudocoding it. Code, yeah. You know, you start yeah, playing so, with command box REPL. You start testing things out. And then by the end of the day, they've written the docs, right? Then when you go and write the implementation, it just flows. Like the majority of time spent on thinking on the different scenarios has already been done. Right, yeah. and then grabbing and then moving from the documentation into the actual test and the, the development is really really nice. So what well, do you yeah. call it when you just start coding? CDD, code driven development. CDD at that point. That's code 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 by design. Yeah. LDD, yeah. legacy driven development. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of different stuff there. But me and Scott, you want to see what me and Scott have been working on too? Scott Steinbeck and I have been uh, playing with a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, nice. well, I'll have to show you a bit later. But uh, David Bellinger is asking about the, the fly for $50. Where is that deal? Um, don't ask Eric about it right now. It's a it's a sore subject. because It's very sore. If you pay $50 for a ticket from Spirit, they'll cancel your flight three or four times, and then you don't get to go. And that's why he's not sitting between so us. So it's basically a 50 bucks to actually go see the airport. Yeah, $50 to go sit no. in an airport the and suffer the security. Is it like two hours away or something? No, he's I about seven hours away. Seven hours away. I don't know. He'll tell us in the chat. I think it's six, seven. Vegas, yeah. everywhere but, else. It's but old. if he hadn't have gone to the airport and waited for five hours for a flight that got canceled three times, he could have been here. He could have been here. But yeah. then he'd have to drive home seven hours. And yeah, I know. That's but... not fun either. Well, he, uh, might he might have been able, out of flight. He might be able to use his return flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you see, you can't use one way and like stop it. They don't. Well, I'm surprised, Gavin. You need to offer just to pick him up. Well, that's the thing. If I knew earlier, I could have like taken a detour, maybe. <laughs> but uh, no. you know, you would have. But then I would have been really late to pick you up from the airport. I could have Ubered. You could. I'll, I'll take the Uber for if that means getting Eric here. Yeah. That is true. So, we would so, have yeah. sacrificed a you know I, I a nice beautiful ride in the yeah. Raptor. Yeah, Wait, Raptor. Eric's going to take an Uber from Utah down to Vegas? Is that what we said? What's the fee on that? Like a gazillion dollars. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of great social still left today. Um, the the party the Adobe had last night was nice. They had some steel drums and they had some snacks and everything. That band was pretty good. The music was too loud as usual, but the band was very good. They were rocking it. Well, had a guy on we were drums, standing in front of it. singing, yeah, yeah. playing steel drums, had a dude on keyboards. My, my one issue, and I'm going to call him out because I really like Pete, but a group of us all got there together, and the security guy told us to go this way. And so we all followed Pete. The long way around the entire complex of the pool. <laughs> and then we got to the party. We're like, oh, we could have just turned right instead of left. It would have been right there. I know. We, we did the same thing as well. We had the, the same problem. Route. It was but, a scenic uh, route. It was, yeah, it was fun. We had some fun. No, it was nice. It was cool. And we, we finally got Keisha his cowboy hat, right, Luis? That's true. He was very, very happy about it. You that? Are there pictures? Yeah, oh, we got yeah some there pictures. are pictures. I got some pictures on my phone. But, uh, okay. yeah, well, Luis has always been telling Keisha, like, I'm going to bring you a cowboy hat. I'm going to be bringing you a cowboy hat. And so we finally bought him a cowboy hat. Yeah. Nice. I think so. we should make it a tradition. Every CF Summit, we just bring him, like, a different hat. 
Sounds good. Yeah, we wear a lot of hats in Adobe, so yeah. I think it'd be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so do we get them a Raspberry Pi hat? We should. We should. Maybe. We should make some more Running. Raspberry Pi hats. Yeah, every, Brad. I we, I missed this uh, Raspberry Pi hat. I think. I, I think we need a new version. It's at home on my desk. So. Yeah. We need to bring. I don't it, know right? if you would go through TSA anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was always worried when I flew with that hat because I had like soldered circuit boards and you know wires and stuff, and I would kind of pack it separately to not like raise attention to it. <laughs> See, the problem is that's <laughs> actually um, fine, but you look a little sus. So oh, they'd be like, "Sir, you need to uh, come over here. You step uh, out of line, please." <laughs> yeah, I always get the fat person pat down because I'm always too hot and sweaty, and they're always like, "What is he hiding?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> but the, the funny thing is that remember the old days where they had the cassette tape, right? You know, the cassette tape you would put in your uh, in your car so you could listen to your discman or whatever. The old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so I had a. I'm coming from New Zealand, flying to LA. I had the cassette tape in my bag, right? And then I had the cable on it. It's got the little curly extension yeah, cord. Yeah, the curly extension. Yeah, yeah. And then you had like a, a book with a metal binder. Yeah, yeah. And they're all nicely stacked on top of each other. And they like freaked out when it went through the x-ray machine. I'm like, what are you guys freaking out about? I'm like, this, this, and that. And I looked at them like, yeah, that does look like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> they were freaking out. But what year was this? Uh, last year, <laughs> it's probably right after 9 <laughs> 11. <laughs> so, yeah, but pretty not good, pretty not, good. not good, but so, yeah, so it was a different time. Let's move on, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, yeah you're not what I, I always get stopped when, when I, we were traveling with Brad and doing all the espresso machines. So, we had like a nice uh, espresso machine inside of our carry on. So, oh, yeah, yeah, always, what is this? What is this device? It's a nice he must, espresso it's a machine, you must make me one. <laughs> yeah. For sure, but uh, yeah, we. I think the the pie stuff. Everyone asks about it because you know it was like 2014 or 2015. It was one of the first years I was at CF Objective that you did it. It was a long time ago. And the box workshop idea: have make your own. We do a workshop and making your own pie hats. People can pay whatever. You get the little pie kits, and yeah. and you know what? Scott Steinbeck actually did a class with kids teaching them like Arduinos and like all that stuff. So between yeah. you and Scott, man, you guys would be on it. We could do some cool stuff. Don't forget the COVID year. We did a virtual in the box. Scott Steinbeck's talk. I think it was that year, wasn't it? Was actually sure. like was building an, auto an automated automation dashboard using Raspberry Pi. And I think Fusion. so. Yeah. yeah. And we oh, had like yeah. LEDs that were lighting up, like when a Jenkins build passed and stuff. Jenkins. I think I think yeah. it kind of lost its its uh, thunder just because it, I think it had to do it remotely, and so you yeah. couldn't quite like see the school. But it was a really sweet presentation. Yeah. Now they're talking about pie in the chat. I know. Yeah, I know. We got John Farr talking about food. Now yeah. pie got him off on a tangent. I know. I mean, they got coffee in front of us because uh, we talked so much. The sessions are getting ready to, to split off here in about 30 minutes. So they're bringing some coffee in. Hey, James, I, I take two creams and one sugar. <laughs> <laughs> James just said you're number one, Brad. He'll get that joke in a minute when his cream catches up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's cool. We we need to do more of that stuff. I think it's fun, and I like to that Brian Sappy thing. Like he gave everybody a Raspberry Pi to develop on. It's kind of cool. Like I think those are fun. Like a lot of times we give we give swag. <laughs> you know, like let's let's try and come up with something kind of more. Well, that'd be fun. a cool little workshop. No, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, just build your own little Raspberry Pi. Yep. And if you, you guys have, have any container and boom, five minutes. It'll take like five minutes to be done with Docker. Yeah. But I think you guys should let us know if there's any other workshops you guys want. Let us know now. Like I said, now's the time. Now's yeah, the time. now's the time to plan. Again, tell your friends and family. Uh, like, hey, we're going into the box. What do you want to see? What do you want to do? And this is after Mother's Day. Yeah, too, that, so that was the good home, thing. We can celebrate. Yeah, so Mother's Day, you know, Sunday. Then and then you leave your husband at home and go to the conference. And Wait. 
We do. Husband at home? Yeah. Because it's female developers too. W- That's w- true. <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, come on. Let's do yeah. a booing. Boo. I know, but I thought Gavin, <laughs> I thought Gavin was speaking in the first person. Boo. We'll do a slap. It's 2022. Yeah. No, but this thing, spoil, spoil your, your significant other on what Mother's Day. And then hey, I do mostly cooking at home, man. <laughs> hey, I've got a. I do some cooking. I grill. I smoke, and I'm more. I know. <laughs> quit smoking. It's bad for your health. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's bad for my waist. But yeah. So, guy, why don't you talk about the the new the new shirts we're giving away here? Oh, the CFML initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. It's oh oh. That's underneath. Where is it? Where Let me is hold it? down the shirt. So okay. Oh, CFML. There you go. CFML Ooh. power. So yeah, the new initiative, the CFML initiative. Uh, John Farrar is finally glad uh, that we have the, the URL working because we had a, a <laughs> DNS issue with our name uh, registrar. Oh, yeah. So uh, we fixed that. That's fixed. And that's and the CFML.rocks. CFML rocks. CFML rocks. Yep. New, yep. Some logos with the, you know, remember the old school CF rocks, dude? Yeah. Uh, well, the coming back, coming back, we, we got a few, uh, a few characters in, in progress. Yeah. Uh, the site is 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 being designed right now, so we're gonna have a placeholder for the movie. But it's being designed. Right yeah, a cool thing yeah. is also the the book, the Learn Modern CFML book. Uh, we're gonna be translating it into Spanish and Portuguese. So Portuguese. yeah, we really? met yesterday. I don't know if I can see him here, Patrick Leal. So he's oh. a developer from uh, from Brazil. So he's been offering to translate into Portuguese because he's gonna use that to teach uh developers oh. in brazil they, uh, he has cool. uh, he works for a company that actually creates learning uh courses so he wants to teach all these people cfml and then in spanish because edgardo we're there uh leading our salvadorian team we're gonna be actually offering free education for uh kids starting with the orphanage that we assist and uh, that's going to be in spanish so we're going to translate that book and make it more of a like a really learn cfml kind of thing too probably yeah some general programming as well as yeah so i'm starting to revise it already just to make it more easier for people that have never done programming before to get into it that's great Uh, that's why i want to add more tri cf stuff so i can actually people can actually execute those things and talking about the pies you know the raspberry pies with the keyboards yeah, we want to ship a bunch of those uh, over there, so so these kids can actually have something, you know, to yeah. code on. That's what Brian was saying. He's like, he's getting the parents emailing them because the kids are too young to have email accounts. Yeah, because he's at the middle school age, and they're, they're loving it. They're all yeah. over it. Yeah. One of the guys, you know, like installed Adobe Cold Fusion all by himself, which is like that's a pretty big undertaking too. <laughs> so, but it's, but it's like one of the guys, like in two day bootcamp, had a cool little app built and everything, and it's yeah. and like because he was saying how. College is too late. They already have the bad stigma and they've yeah, got yeah. other languages in high school. Yeah. He's going to middle school. I'm like, my kids are like at that point where they're doing code blocks. You know, when they drag these little things, they make BB yeah, run scratch. around. Scratch. My kid loves that. Scratch is JavaScript. JavaScript looks like Cold Fusion. That should be the next oh. language. Why go to Python? Like, that's what we need to be selling. That's what they need to be preaching. You know, yeah. JavaScript on the server, it's not sucky like mode. We've got frameworks, we've got mature tooling. You know, like let's let's push cultures in that way. So well, well, that's really cool. Kind of cool. Luis, you mentioned this this week. Um, so there's no real reputation for cofusion in El Salvador, Latin America, is there? No, no. So for so, Latin America and I think the majority of Latin America has never been really exposed to CFML, right? It's it's always been more of like US Europe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So when you go there, you mostly see people working in Java 
and PHP. Those are the, kind of the two things, the backend servers, right, that I do it. And, and, and really JavaScript is mostly used for front end, right? Very, very little is still, at least from our experience, Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.